Cutting down trees Putting up reindeer And singing songs of joy and peace Oh, I wish I had a river I could skate away on But it don't snow here It stays pretty green I'm gonna make a lot of money Then I'm gonna quit this crazy scene I wish I had a river I could skate away Hello and welcome to Broadway Radios This Week on Broadway for Sunday, October 20th, 2013. My name is James Marino, and the broadcast this morning, we have Peter Felicia and Michael Portantier. Peter is a theater journalist and historian with a number of books, his most recent being Strippers, Showgirls, and Sharks. His columns appear at MTI, Critchland, Masterworks, Broadway, and many other places. Good morning, Peter. Hi. Hello. Also with us is Michael Portantier. Michael is a theater reviewer and essayist whose work appears at Talk and Broadway, The Sondheim Review, and Broadway Stars. He is also a photographer whose work can be seen at followspotphoto.com as well as many other places on the internet. Hello, Michael. Hello. With us this morning, we have a special guest. Rebecca Luker is joining us, and uh, we know Rebecca from her many appearances on Broadway, uh, starting way back at Phantom of the Opera, and uh, to these days where she's appearing in Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella on Broadway. So good morning, Re- Rebecca. How are you? Good, good morning. I'm, I'm great. It's great good. to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on a Sunday sure. morning. So uh, tell us, you went into uh, Cinderella recently. What's it like uh, revisiting the classics? Oh, my goodness. I, I, uh, my first uh, performance was September 6th, and uh, it was a very fast uh, put-in, uh, but I'm, I'm having the uh, time of my life, honestly. It's, uh, it's just the best job. It's the most fun I've ever had, really, in a, in a job, and that's saying a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, 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 it's a great show. You know, the score is classic, beautiful, uh, but you know, with the with the rewrite on the book uh, by Douglas Carter Bean, it's it's uh, it's really so much fun to do. And um, that that whole revisiting of Cinderella. Have you ever done a, a different production of uh, Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella? I did back in 1986 at the Kansas City Starlight. I did oh. uh, Cinderella, the role of Cinderella. Yeah, yeah the you know the the, the traditional the show that's usually done. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, before this one. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think there are several different versions, st- several I, I, stage versions. I think, yeah. I think there are, yeah. Over the, over but, uh, the years, it's been rewritten and rewritten and different songs put in. and it, oh. there were, it was done at least twice at City Opera, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, right. This is what, this is, must be Cinderella 6 or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, 6.0. <laughs> but yeah. but, it, but it, it was fun to start off as, as Cinderella and, then, and now be the fairy godmother, which is so, so fun. Well, and the crazy lady too. I mean, that must be uh, very interesting as well. Oh, it's uh, it's wonderful. It uh, it's really the first time I've ever gotten to play uh, a two characters on stage, but be one of them be a real character. You know, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. so much. I mean, it was so different, and and uh, I I just I wondered why I hadn't done it before. <laughs> so it was so great to do. Well, we should prop. Can we? I'm sorry. Can we maybe talk about? Uh, it's just in the news about how you, uh, the beauty of your voice, quieted this horrible drama. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I saw that on Tumblr. That's oh funny. no! Yes, what a crazy article. Paul Winkler <laughs> blogged about that, right? Yeah, that's right. It, what a cra- You know what? I I don't know that that's true, but that was very nice of him to write that. Uh, <laughs> if 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 he was quiet for a second, who knows why that was the case? You know, he could have been. 
taking a drink out of a flask or something. I have no idea. <laughs> but appa- apparently this guy was a real uh, troublemaker and just, you know, the, it was, I heard about the rest of the story, you know, after, after the, after the whole event, you know, so the, uh, state, the house manager had sort of a, uh, a he had a, kerfuff, yeah, he had a, with he, the he, gentleman. Yes. I believe he, I believe he hit him yeah. in the face, you know, and a poor guy, he's fine, but he had, he wore, you know, he wears glasses. So could have been a lot worse. It was the gentleman but, that hit the, uh, house manager. Yes. Yes. That's, yes. Make that wasn't, clear. wasn't, yeah. It wasn't the other way. Around. Oh no, yeah. not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's rare for us to have an audience member like that too bad. But uh, even the house manager though, invited him back, <laughs> invited him back to, he said, you can bring your four year old daughter back. Uh, sometime very nice of him to do that you know if you behave this this was the unspoken you know uh, so you had some experience in mary poppins with uh younger audience members as well uh you know oh yes uh, what what's that what did you have any comparable comparable stories there or did, did disney just disney's got it down they they just lock these things they, they, they just got it down <laughs> no we, we just had a we had a lot of rowdy kids in the audience and you just got especially on matinees the cast just got used to all the noise and it's it's you know it's weird it's difficult at first to concentrate but you just sort of learn to concentrate but the Cinderella audiences aren't like that at all they they seem to be pretty um, you know well behaved for the most part <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly well, uh, it's interesting because I think in the very beginning when Cinderella on Broadway was doing their marketing they mm-hmm. they they really tried to to make it clear that it wasn't the Disney Cinderella version that was out there so I think exactly. that the, uh, I think the marketing has been towards uh, has been towards more families bringing in their kids rather than you know school tours. Things oh, like. absolutely! It, there's definitely it's definitely a script for the whole family. You know, for adult. In fact, kids don't get a lot of the jokes. I'm sure. I mean, it's it's very mm-hmm. you know adult oriented. I think. So uh, maneuvering that dress, changing <laughs> oh. uh, was that hard? Did that uh, take a long time? What? It did took you know what it didn't take that long. Uh, the, uh, William Ivy Long and and company uh, have it so down now that you know after months of of perfecting it that I just walked in and and was the lucky recipient of all the problems that had been worked out. Uh-huh. And so I had a few rehearsals in it and um, literally only a few, and then I was thrown out on stage in front of an audience. And and it's it it always works. It's amazing. <laughs> I feel like I'm in the middle of a, a magic trick, and I am. You know it's. I know how to do it, but I still don't know how it works. You know, it's just uh-uh. the craziest thing. Mm-hmm. So crazy. So let's have a flashback, if we can, uh, mm-hmm. to uh, Phantom of the Opera and your introduction to the Broadway audience. Yes. Tell us, tell us how that happened. How did well, you go was, from uh, How did you go from Alabama to New York? <laughs> Excuse me, it, but Rebecca Luther is in the Alabama Stage and Screen Hall of Fame. And I was there for oh, the that's, that's right. Peter Felicia was there. Oh, my gosh. We rode around in a limo together. Yes, we did. <laughs> with, the, with, with the kids from uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, by the that's way. Right. What a hoot. That weekend was crazy. Uh, well, I, I uh, moved to New York in 1985 um, after I met my soon-to-be agent, Brett Adams in Detroit. It's a long story, but I was doing something with the Detroit office. I was an intern. He saw me and said, I will, you know, I'd be, I'd love to be your agent. If you moved to New York, Judy Kay introduced us, wonderful woman. And so I moved to New York. I got scraped up some money and moved in with a friend in 1985. And so I had an agent right away, which helped me immensely. So when Phantom came along in 87 to audition everybody, I got an audition 
And, uh, you know, I was just the, the right voice, the right age, the right type at the time. So I was cast as Sarah Brightman's understudy. And uh, it was a wonderful place to start. And so for about nine months, I worked really hard and then moved up through the ranks uh, and became Christine. And that's how that happened. Yeah. W- were you uh, in Phantom before Judy or at the same time? or At the, at the same time. Judy and I were both in the, in the original, original company. Original, yes, that's right. Yeah, that opened in January of 88. Yeah, and still running. <laughs> still, still running. See, I told you, still you were only 12. <laughs> <laughs> and I was 12, that's right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> So what's no, that? it was a great, it's a great experience. At, and uh, during your phantom uh, time, uh, you got your, you got the ability to, you know, make your way out into the rest of the Broadway community, and you ended up. Uh, in was the next show for you Secret Garden? So you moved across it, the street. It was. Mm-hmm. I moved right across the street. That's right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I was in phantom for three years, and then I then I got Lily, which was so, <laughs> so wonderful. I mean, what a great. Uh, my first original role, and, I, and it was such a beautiful show. You know, I keep coming time. back. I keep coming back to that recording, Rebecca. Like, such I'll, a I'll, I'll I'll just suddenly oh. suddenly decide to put it on, and, and I, you know, I'm on a I'm on a train somewhere, and I'm weeping. You know, it's oh, it's thank you so much. So it's, beautiful. Yeah, it is. It is a. It was a. It is a beautiful score that Lucy Simon, Marcia Norman wrote. I mean, it just just stunning. I, I think agree. it's a shame that they didn't make a film of it. And it was ironic because I seem to remember that right around the time that the show opened, there was a, a non-musical film. Uh, of yeah, that's, that's right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Right around the same time, just after we opened. That's, yeah. that's exactly right. And I know, I wish, you know, we never did. That, that is such a shame. It was a, it was a gorgeous, gorgeous production in every way, I think. And then after yeah. that, uh, you moved um, a little bit uptown around 50th Street to Showboat. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. And uh, w- you know, working with Hal Prince and Susan Stroman and uh, Elaine Stretch, Elaine Stretch, and oh, Elaine, yeah. and Elaine Stretch. Was Elaine in yes. there? I didn't. Did, I <laughs> she was. Elaine she was, was the original, there. original part, part B. She was, was Elaine in there. Are you? There. Yeah. She, <laughs> <laughs> she played my mother. Can you imagine? I know. We're so alike. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was so great. She was. Uh, what an experience that was. I mean, just you know. Amazing, but I wasn't laughing at her. You know, it was, it was just crazy. Oh, you know, she was great. Uh, lots of lots of wonderful. Laughing sto- with her, I should say. <laughs> lots of wonderful stories uh, came out of that oh, production yeah. that we we will not tell on the air. <laughs> exactly. Yes, we probably shouldn't. <laughs> all, all the phone calls to Hal's <laughs> office. You know. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh and, Lord. <laughs> so um, you know, you're taking. Uh, you've gone from. Uh, an original production that opened on the on the West End and came to New York, and then an original production that you originated. But then you visited a classic musical that's been done so many times. You know, uh, what? How is your process different in in imagining Magnolia and Showboat? Well, uh, you know, it's not so very different. We, you know, Showboat also has many incarnations. Yeah. And this this was mm-hmm. an original. You know, the, you know. Uh, this was a production that, you know, it could be four hours long showboat, but of course, you know, we had to pair it. I think there had been four, four hour long, yes, four hour long productions. But, uh, you know, basically my process is what it is with every role, be it something that's never been done or something that's been done a million times. You, you try to find the truth of the character. You bring yourself to it. It's always going to be different because you do it. Uh, that's you know it sounds simple but you know it's it's listening it's you know doing 
just trying to make the character real and and uh and that that's that's how I look at it every time you know so um uh let's jump off the um the Broadway shows right now and, yeah, yeah. and talk about another one of our guests that we had on this podcast a, a year or so ago, that, that Danny Burstein guy. Oh, you know, yes. You know, he's nothing but trouble, I have to tell you. Yeah, he's nothing but trouble. Nothing I know. Really isn't, he one, isn't he wonderful? So, I know. He's, so sitting, how, he's sitting in the next room. Uh, you know, <laughs> how did you guys originally, he's, he's, originally he's, 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 do a show together? He's typing a letter to Sarah Paulson right now. Uh, we, 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 they're, they're, they're good buddies from Tally's Folly. Yeah. He, we did meet doing a show. Uh, we met, we met, we actually met do, uh, doing time and again at the old globe. Uh, oh. That, that show that never came into Broadway, mm-hmm. but right. it was, it was such a great score. And, uh, you know, we were just friends way back then. Uh, there were, there were about five of us that hung together out there, Howard McGillan and Jessica Malaski and George Dvorsky and, me and Danny, and then it really wasn't until about a year and a half later that we started dating during Harmony, uh, the Barry Manilow show. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then, and then we, and then we got together then. So in like, around eighty-seven, some uh, ninety-seven, sometime, and uh, and never looked back. You know. Oh, that's and, great. It tur- turned out he was he was my soulmate. You know? So what's it He's like having a two uh, a two Broadway mm-hmm. performer family? You know who uh, you're all running out at seven thirty. I know <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's just like any other family, you know. Ah. Uh, we're we're uh, you know we can be you know, well well we are we're we're, we're as normal as, as as they come, you know. Uh, it's great though. I mean, I it's you know we we have similar schedules. We we understand each other. We help each other. Uh, we appreciate each other's work, you know. It's just um, after time and it's, it's wonderful. Did you, guys, did you guys work together after time and again? We have done, uh, yeah, we did. We did Harmony, uh, where we started dating uh, during that, and then other than that, Danny, we've never done a show together. Well, Danny's directed me in all those, all my solo concerts, and we've oh, done, yeah. uh-huh. we've done little comedy duets on albums and, and benefits and things like that, but we've not done anything big. I'd love to. I'd love to do like a play with Danny. I would love mm. that. Huh. Hmm. He would make me better, you know? <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I'm that, his biggest fan. Can you tell? I know. Uh, well, that, that, that works for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. Yes, good thing. And so tell us about what happened with uh, with uh, Nine uh, and how... Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, gosh, yes, that was a replacement situation too. The, the Cinderella is my second second time to do that, um, and you know, I, a lot of people say, "Why do you replace and things?" I think it's, I, you know, I think if it's a great show, why not? You know, yeah, you can't always you can't always be the original person. You know, either you're not available, or and if it's a if it's a wonderful project, uh, nine came along. I did the last three or four months of it only, but I but I got to do it with the original company before Cheetah left and, and before Antonio Banderas left. Uh, so it was, it was, uh, wonderful. You know, I just, I, I actually went in and auditioned for the wife and then that didn't work out. And I came back to audition for, uh, Claudia and, or Claudia, I should say. Uh-huh. And, uh, and then David, uh, you know, his name just fell out of my head. Um, Lavo. Uh, Lavo. Uh, we had a little private meeting and he asked me some questions and, I got the part, which is, you know, I have to say, I'm so different from Laura Benanti, who originated the huh. role, that I'm very grateful to a director who can, who can cast so differently in a role. You know, that's not often the case, and 
and uh, you know, we're different in every way, and and I was very appreciative of that. And I got to wear a long dark wig and be Italian, and it was just you know, it was just a, it was a really fun three or four month experience. Yeah. Well, that's great. So uh, as we mentioned yeah. at the top, you're in Cinderella now. Um, I, I think you're scheduled through January or so. That's uh, right. January nineteenth is my last my last show. Excellent. Yeah. And, uh, what else is coming up for you? Anything ex- anything exciting? Well, the, the the biggest thing that's coming up is the new uh, Aaron's and Flaherty show called Little Dancer, which oh, okay. uh, which is uh, going to the Kennedy Center in the fall of uh, 2014, and uh, Stroman is directing and choreographing, and it's uh, it's a it's a wonderful new uh, show about Degas and that you know the Paris ballet and the little girl that that posed for him and the famous, yeah. uh, you know, uh, little dancer. And I play the adult version of her. Uh, Marie Van Goethem is her name. She's an actual person. It's a true story. Uh, it's, it's, I'm very excited about it. It's going to be great. And hopefully it'll come into Broadway. We'll see. Yeah, there's, uh, uh, it sounds like a, a project just made for coming to Broadway. <laughs> it, does, it does, doesn't it? I mean, it's, it's going to be beautiful. It's moving. It's the, the score is so gorgeous, their score. And when is that? Yeah. Did I miss the date? Uh, so, so a fall of 2014 will be in in at the Kennedy Center. Okay. I believe I start rehearsing out there in September. Not sure what the dates are exactly, but uh, I'm out there for a few months, and then and then uh, hopefully here again. Yeah. I guess Aaron's and Flaherty are really busy. I mean, uh, Rocky is uh, you know it's, it's yeah. written Aren't right they? Now. They're they're but, a, they're geez. a busy <laughs> they're a busy pair as is Susan Stroman. Amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, well, gotta find out what vitamins she takes you know <laughs> wow rebecca right. the performance i will never forget of yours was yes. on the 13th of september in 2001 i went to the music uh, man uh as oh. the first performance to go to after 9 11 yes. and you may recall there were about 150 200 people in the house that night and i was really uh interested yeah. to see how it would play you've got trouble right here in river city indeed we had a good deal of trouble here and yet you people yeah. were such amazing pros i have never forgot that you really worked so hard as if nothing had happened and i remember waiting for you and john sloman at the stage door and as all of you were filing out that's when the tears were flowing it was an astonishing thing to see you know that all of you were so moved but but for those two hours you gave that 150 200 people audience an escape and we were all very grateful that you did thank you peter it was yeah i believe a lot of those people in the audience were firemen families um people like that i mean it was Mm. Yeah, it was it was the God bless America at the end, you know, when the flag right. dropped. That mm-hmm. that, that right. sort of that got us. <laughs> that was a little uh-huh. hard to get through every night. But it yeah, thank you so much. It was what a time that was, boy. And I loved that show so much. It was it's one of my favorite experiences ever, ever. Mm-hmm. Just love that show. All right. Well, yeah. Rebecca, thank you thank so much for joining us on a Sunday you, morning. Thank you, and Michael and Peter. Thank you all so much. Oh, absolutely. All right. Lovely, we will lovely sp- to talk to you. We'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks Bye. so much. Bye-bye. There are billions of beautiful boys in the world, but all I want is two. I could float through the air with the greatest of ease with just one perfect partner on each of my knees. Picture you and you upon a knee apiece Enjoying tea for three and three
three on the aisle and three cigarettes in the dark. In our elegant triplex on Third Avenue, floating high above Trinity Park, with a view of the Triborough Bridge, triple sec in the fridge, and a loo that is truly divine. Or it's rub-a-dub-dub in a three-corner tub With the towels marked His, his, and mine I'd adore to go soaring too high in the sky In a tri-motor plane with a guy and a guy But I ask for no more than to gaze into four eyes of blue In a cottage for three 